What's up, everybody? It's Bethany with Women in Worship. Lee will be joining me here in just a second because today we are bringing you a little bit of a different format to the podcast. What you're going to hear today is a conversation that we had not too long ago about practical moments in ministry. We walk through building ministry moments and what that looks like maybe within your worship set. And you could really apply that even to your devotional times or your times with your team. So take a listen at what we had to say about the practical things within ministry and enjoy your time with us here on the Women in Worship podcast. Lee, I'm I'm tossing the ball to your court to ask the question, how do we begin to craft or begin to think through shape that moment? What does that look like for you? Well, I think first of all, you have to identify you have where are you leading this worship set? Like where yes. where are you going to be? So I understand that some Sunday morning content where you are might be very different from like our upcoming women in worship worship night right <laughs> which that is a mouthful by the way women yes. worship, worship night yes so we're going to look at that night very differently than we're going to look at our sunday morning services right mm-hmm. because we we are you know on a time frame on sunday mornings yeah right now so uh so identifying where you are and how to navigate that is the first mm-hmm. thing and then you know putting your set together realizing the theme bethany is so good you're so good at that like i'll put songs together that don't go and bethany's like that does not work and i'm like <laughs> oh okay great great but i do which bethany thank you has has taught me a lot of that over the years but i think in just saying you know first of all it is the spiritual and it is asking god what do you want to do Mm-hmm. And what do you want to say? Because it's God's atmosphere anyway. It's not mm-hmm. ours. So we are there to steward what he's given us. So we ask him first. We ask him for this. I've prayed for sets before. And honestly, when I do pray, uh, sorry, guys, to admit, I have not prayed before, before I put a set together. Lord, forgive me. I'm sure all of you are holy and I'm not. <laughs> but when I do, <laughs> it seems there. like the Holy Spirit crafts it. So like, I'm just open to, to hearing what he's saying. But I'm, I'm just sitting there asking him to say, okay, Lord, where do you want, where do you want to say where, okay, I'm thinking of different songs that I could plug in. I know a lot of times we as worship teams, we, like Bethany said, you add a chorus on or, or whatever. But to me, I'm thinking through the lens, okay, what are you saying? But also what is going to drive this theme home to the hearts of the people? Yeah. Like where, where are we going? Because I look at worship as like the river. Okay. Where is the river traveling at this moment and how, how are we going to get there? So you can jump in at any time. No, I love that. So good at this. (laughs) No, I, I, I love that. I, I think you're exactly right. That's kind of my thought process as I sit down and look at the songs and think, uh, okay, if this is where we are and this is what we're going, the first thing I'm doing is looking for the theme. If I did not make the set. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for how the songs go together, why they would be together, what feel like, like what truths biblically or theologically am I pulling out mm-hmm. of the songs that I can honestly just encourage people? Because one thing we have to remember is that ministry moments and ministry times, we're not the preacher. 
-hmm. Like we're, we're not the, what we're doing is trying to continue to point people towards Jesus and edify, um, the body and bless his name. And so what is it about what we're saying or presenting to people that are really going to, um, like you said, you said drive it home, but like push people continue to push them a little bit further out of their comfort zone towards their thoughts about God. You know, David says in the psalmist say, we, I set my gaze, Mm -hmm. like I set my eyes on, on that. And, and I feel like so often, um, as worship leaders, especially when we're crafting those moments, that has to be, that's in my mind, the end goal is if when we're done, if everyone's gaze is set on who God is, then I did my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's kind of where that's, that's how I start at least. Well, another point too, is where we are, uh, we have series and we know what's coming up. You yeah. know, you might be in a place to where you might not communicate with your pastor about what Sunday services are. And, and if you don't like with his message, I would highly recommend that you do that so you can help facilitate what the pastor is, is saying. Like we're, right. that's, that's where our serving comes in. You know, we're leading worship, but we're also serving the vision of, of where we are at the moment. So, um, but I think making sure that you're lining up with, with his message also, because honestly, if you pray about it and he prays about it, the Holy spirit is going to lead you in the same direction, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, sometimes, uh, we can overthink it, Mm -hmm. Like we can overthink these moments. Uh, we can overthink the crafting. We can overthink, um, how it goes. Uh, Lee's taught me a lot about, because we are kind of yin and yang on how this goes and our flows for this are total opposite from what they should be because of our background. Cause Lee growing up Pentecostal, like go ahead and clap back all those. Uh, she should probably be a lot more than, Hey, we'll just see when we get there. But I have yet to walk out with her a lot of times where the Lord's not already given her a word. She already knows how it works. She already knows for the most part, what she says and 9.5 times out of 10, it is executed just like she said it was going to be like her mind. Uh, she's already set way far in advance for how that's all, all going to work out. And I, I love that. And that sharpened me because growing up super conservative, uh, my flow is totally different because people say, are you doing a ministry time this morning? Yeah. What are we going to talk about? Or what do mm-hmm. you, do you know what you're going to do? And I'll be like, uh, I mean, it's what a beautiful name, Jesus. We'll get there. <laughs> and, and it's not a lack of preparation. I definitely have things swimming in my mind, uh, and swimming in my heart about what it is, but I'm always, um, trying my best to not lean into, um, because I'm always a heavy thinker. Mm-hmm. I can get really trapped into my own thoughts and what I think will be good versus what really the Holy Spirit's wanting to say to his people. And a lot of times it's much more simple and it's much more, um, I don't know. It, it's just anointing. It, it's, it's so much more about him when it's his message. Mm-hmm. So there's two different ways of presenting it, you know, 
and how we do it. Um, I know a couple of weeks ago, I did one in front of a much bigger room. And so the gal that was actually leading the whole charge had called and was like, Hey, do you have an idea? And I had already, like I'd prayed and not thought it through, but I went through the two songs that were like bookending that moment and was just like, I really believe we point people towards salvation mm-hmm. because here's what Christ did. Here's what he's come to do. And here's how we worship in it. And so honestly, that was, that was my preparation prior to. So I think if you're new to it, it's good to sit down and assess and, and take that lane of this is my scripture because you always need a scripture. It can't just be your words. The power is in the word of God. Right. So if all you say is God's word, that's it. That's enough. You did it. Um, but also how, how you craft around that is just, it's gotta be something that helps people set, set their gaze on who God is. And that's what I was going to say. You never go wrong with just reading scripture. Yes. I remember one time on a, uh, our Wednesday night services, we, we have this song in our, uh, community church, whatever that is called shepherd. Bethany actually wrote on the song, right? Yes. But anyway, it is a beautiful song. It's all from Psalm 23, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. And so I was leading with my friend Drew and I said, Hey, why don't you just set the whole song up with the whole Psalm of Psalm 23? And let me tell you, it was powerful. Yep. You know, he didn't have to say anything else other than what was already written because what's written on these pages, that's the word of, those are the words of God himself because the, you know, it talks about he's inspired by the Holy Spirit. These are his words. And, you know, to the point you said, I mean, the Bible is sharper than any two-edged sword. You don't have to say extra words all the time. Yeah. But that's where discerning comes in and asking the Lord for his wisdom and saying, Lord, okay, give me what you want me to say. And sometimes he might just lead you to scripture and you could just go, you know what? That's good news today, church. He loves us so much. And you go right into the song. You know, it could be very, I love how you said it's just really simple. Like keep it simple. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Because you do, because on our Sunday services, not, and listen, we, we realize that not every church is done the same way, right? Right. But for our context, we have non-believers, you know, that are coming in on Sunday morning. So you want to say things that grab them, but that they understand Mm -hmm. in a, in a way. So, and sometimes they, they, they might not understand what the word says and you can just say, Hey, that simply means this. And then, and then we go into it because you are a leader, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I always say, I don't know if it's wrong to say this. I always ask Bethany because she's my theology friend. (laughs) Um, But I say, you know, you are actually, when you're singing, you are preaching the gospel, what you're presenting the gospel to, to a, to a dying world, but also worship is not about the people as much as it is who God is and that he's just worthy. Yes. 100% because there's not really any, well, there's not really, there's not at all a word in scripture that describes worship where it has anything to do with us. Right. It's all pointed towards God. You know, a lot of you guys maybe you've written or read the book, um, Holy Roar, where it goes through the seven, um, Hebrew words for praise. We do that Mm -hmm. a lot in our theology class, uh, for Highlands college. Like 
it's, it's that important to understand that all of these things as scripture directs us to worship really has nothing. It's our posture, our attitude, our presentation. It's, it's not about us. So I'm really, really glad you, you said that. I like to, I like oh. to say it's how he likes to be worshiped. Yes. <laughs> you know, this is how God says, this is how I'd like for you to worship me. Yes. Yes. Because God knows he's worthy and holy. Like he wants yes. us to, to get to that place and to see his goodness and his mercy and his kindness. It's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Yes. 100%. So let me ask you this. How do you, in the, in these ministry times and worship moments, how do you find yourself discerning what the Holy Spirit wants you to say or when, um, within that time? Cause I know for us, contextually we have a kind of a planned space hey this will be the space that this goes down for the sake of order because there's a lot of moving parts um for us but for even people that have maybe less services or mm -hmm. uh, a, a space that has a lot more freedom yeah how would you encourage a worship leader that to begin to discern those moments rather than just barrel on through it yeah, well, well, we'll talk about it in two because I because you, Bethany, have led in spaces too that it will be good to get your input. But on the first in the first space, let's say it's is you know you have a you have a very short amount of time for your set. I think that you have to purposely allow time. Like yeah. you just can't pack the set together, and you say, okay, right here, we're just going to flow and we're going to breathe. So. I think number one, you have to have spent time with God to be able to know his voice, to discern his voice. Mm -hmm. So, cause you don't want to get up there guessing. And it is a, it is a weighty position. It's not really a position. You know what I'm saying? It's a weighty thing to be up there to actually deliver what God is saying in the moment. Like it's not something to be taken lightly. There's an awe and there's a wonder in it going, oh, he's like, and I get excited because I'm, he's speaking to me. Yes. You know, he, he's saying something to me. But sometimes, you know, the biggest thing is like, I just go, Holy Spirit, I'm in, I'm, my ears are tuned to you. Mm -hmm. And he might bring a word, like one word, like weariness. Yeah. And I'll go, hey, this morning, you know, just take the, then in the moment I'm shaping as I'm talking, the mm -hmm. moment around weariness. He can also tell you that before you get on stage. Right. You know, but if you don't right. have anything and you feel like the Lord hasn't given you anything, you still go on that stage confident that he can speak to you yes. in the moment. Yes. 100%. There's a school of thought that feels that if it is not spontaneous, then it is mm -hmm. not God. And it's not true. It's not true. Because God can do anything. If God is sovereign, supernatural, omniscient, and omnipresent, he can tell you what he wants you to say in two years and two days and two minutes today. So like we we can't block ourselves into leading and discerning based on if it's not happening in the moment then it's not real mm -hmm. it's not absolutely real. it's not that's that's a beautiful point because it is god god is always speaking and he's always moving like he's always wanting to connect with people he mm -hmm. wants to connect with us more than we want to connect with him mm -hmm. he wants to encounter us more and show his glory more so if you go on stage or wherever you are, I mean, you don't have to be on stage, but wherever you are and you're leading and you have this weight that you carry of this responsibility of taking mm -hmm. people and showing them the presence of God, mm -hmm. it is, 
there's there's really nothing like it but you go with the understanding that god wants to encounter them yeah more than they even understand who god is probably yeah or how much even that we want to encounter him so uh going with that kind of mindset helps me all the time going okay I, you want to talk to him so let's go yeah yeah <laughs> Yes. But you know, we have like a worship night coming up and we're going to have free time. So that's a different, that's a whole different uh, way to do it. So bet, how would you do that? I mean, we, if you have an hour of just a worship night. How do you craft that? Well, honestly, to me, when you have a whole lot of time, then your song choices are everything. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times for me, I'll sit down and just ask the Lord, um, like what, where do, where do you want to go? Like, kind of like you said, how do you want to be worshiped? Mm -hmm. And then just start pulling songs that run down that vein. So I am probably a little bit off kilter with a lot of people. I don't care what keys songs are in. Um, I don't either. I'm, I'm always more either. concerned about what they say than mm -hmm. what key they're in because honestly if I can be super straightforward and not hurt any feelings <laughs> I'm responsible in eternity for the yeah. message that I gave not the key yeah. I sang it in mm -hmm. and so just being being very careful about how we steward those spots because if the song is jam-packed with wonderful truth that people need to hear we can't relegate it to one Sunday every six months because it's in B flat you know what I mean so, uh, so I think more in, in that line uh, of thought of trying to, to gather and then honestly, just asking the Lord and spending time with the Lord prior to, for him to give you as much as he wants you to have, because I have found in those moments, a lot of that is more about reading scripture and giving, giving scriptural like prompts then it really is about that one moment that you might get in a 15, 20, 30 minute block mm -hmm. of time. Um, because it, it's, it's, it's allowing everything to kind of, and I hate the word marinate in this situation, but it really is. It's kind of allowing everything to stir, steak. stew, you know, however, yeah. brine, however you want to say that. Um, it's allowing everything to kind of come together. Um, so that's kind of my thought process. I'm, I'm thinking more about the song choices um, in the sense also of like in all of these song choices, can people participate? Mm -hmm. um, can people participate in what we're singing? Or are these just songs that I really like? So I've just put them all together because they kind of go together. Mm -hmm. Or is this really what what the house or the space or the people are yeah. wanting? Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of my thought process. Also too. I want to bring up, I think it's really important how you steward these moments because sometimes you're going to get there and they're not there. Mm -hmm. Like you built it in, you're ready to rock, but the Holy Spirit inside of you is like, just stay here. Don't move. And stay here, don't move also can mean don't talk. <laughs> just stay here and just, just wait. Um, and so part of that is that, and then part of that is maybe your leadership, like honoring the fact that maybe you get into a part of a service and you realize something's got to go, um, for the sake of making sure that everything is cohesive and, um, it's a, it's okay that if the Lord has given you something, if you, if it's time to lay it down, laying it down for him is really okay. Yeah. It's yeah. an okay thing. 
because building and crafting these moments, we have to be careful to make them not about us. Right. Well, this is, I love all this. I love all these conversations. I really think that, I think that this can help, you know, people. I remember asking these questions when I was young, you know, and hopefully this helps. But, you know, before we go, I do want to mention one worship moment that we had, Bethany, at our last retreat here in October in Franklin. We, uh, so this, this setting was, we were with a bunch of women that were believers, you know, so, so you are, they already come in with the understanding of who God is and they already come in yeah, and they're, (laughs) and they're, they're like already excited, which to me is just, I mean, for us worship leaders, that's like the best ever. It's like, whoa, we're just, it's kind of like anything goes almost, you know, it's like, oh, these women, they know the Lord, they have a relationship with him already. They're, you know, they're not unsaved. So you got to think about that context too. Like we're, we're moving in this direction, but there was one moment, Bethany, when you said it, it reminded me of it. Uh, when you said, just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you remember, uh, but at the retreat, I'm sure you remember, we were just worshiping. And I think I was on keys that night. I think I was, uh, I think I, yeah. And I remember just like this hush came over my, like, it was like, mm-hmm. and the music stopped. And when you're in these in in the presence of God, you can feel you can, you know, Christians don't want to say tangible, but it is. There are yeah. tangible moments. Yeah, like that is not a bad word to say. Right, God is He's Emmanuel. He's with us. Like, right. I don't know about you. I want to feel Him. You know, right. I want my physical senses that He gave us to feel Him. Right. It doesn't always happen. That's where faith comes in. But like, you know, I want to experience this encounter with the Lord. But Bethany, I don't know, what would you say? 10 minutes, maybe we just sat Mm -hmm. in complete silence and the Holy Spirit, he was telling me, I'm rearranging things in people's hearts in this moment. Mm -hmm. So when you said, you know, sometimes you don't have to say anything. And I know that there's two different contexts to look at that in, like with a retreat full of women who already love the Lord. And then within a church setting, you know, a church service setting. Yeah. Um, I guess I want to encourage if you are in a different space like that, then don't be afraid of the silence of yeah, just resting and waiting on the Lord because mm-hmm. he is moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is part two where when you're walking with the Lord, you carry that mantle and authority mm-hmm. and that's not um, position and telling people what to do. Yeah. It's humility and surrender to know that, everything that is happening with you around you beneath you above all of those things is orchestrated by the Lord. And you're just being given the gift to steward that. Yeah. And so whatever that looks like when the time comes is, is good. Yeah. Is good. You can't, um, when you get, when you start making it about yourself is when it becomes distracting and frustrating. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe just one thing to leave with you is if you find yourself like you want to grow in this area, but you have a really hard time or you can't, I would just first say, are you confident in Christ? Are you confident in his salvation? Mm -hmm. Are you confident? Can you lead someone to the Lord verbally across sitting across the table from you in the grocery store line, whatever 
if you can, and all those are yeses, then you can do these moments. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's not about having a fresh something every week. If salvation and the cross was all we had, it is enough. Mm -hmm. And it is worth repeating every single time you stand anywhere. Every single time you get up. Mm -hmm. I, I made mention to some friends this past week. It's, it can be so disheartening about how um, I, I was aggravated that people weren't getting excited um, about something. And, and I have to be careful because I'm very, I'm very pointed. So when everybody's not excited, when I'm excited, I'm like, what's everybody's problem? <laughs> but I was saying, I'm that way. I was just like, man, I, I, I'm, I want people to be excited in this moment, but they don't get excited about the gospel. So if they're not excited about the gospel, then I can't expect them to be excited about all the other things that come with it. Uh, so maybe, maybe you're remembering and maybe even like you, you do this a lot and you feel kind of stale in it, like go back to the, to the bait, to the start, mm-hmm. you know, go back to the gospel, go back to the places and the spaces that even allow us the opportunity to be a part <laughs> of anything. Yeah. 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 Uh, because in him, we live and move and have our being That's right. like, so it's just, it's just remembering that, that moment. Well, listen, before we go, we hope this helped you, but yeah. uh, I just feel, I feel in my, in my spirit that I want to pray for, yes, let's, let's pray. Let's pray for, yes. uh, and wherever you are, it's okay. Put the phone down, close your eyes if you want to and receive this prayer. God, yes. there's no time or space in God. Yep. And even though we recorded this three months before you hear it, uh, the prayer still works. Yes. So, uh, Lord, we just come before you right now. We thank you for everyone that is uh, is hearing this this podcast, Father. You know, every daughter, and we hope there's sons listening to God, (laughs) but you know, every daughter, Father, that uh, that that is listening to this, Father, and it's not it is not by chance that they're listening, Father. It is it is an appointed. conversation for them to hear and lord i just pray for a fresh stirring of holy spirit in their life and the uh, a fresh fire god to come over them and lord it is up to us to keep the fire burning father we have to keep the fire burning but i pray that there is a new increase in hunger father for your word and for who you are and a confidence in who you are because they sit with you they talk with you they know your voice your word says my sheep know my voice but father that they will lead these moments these times they will navigate this river god within from the overflow of sitting with you yeah god that there's a confidence of going you know i know the lord is working in this area so father i just pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation over everyone listening that they would know you more god it's not about crafting moments god all the time it's about knowing you Mm-hmm. who you are God our greatest desire at women in worship and individually God is just to know you so yeah. father we pray over them we bless them we thank you that from this time out when they receive this prayer God that they walk out with a new confidence in who you are that they are called to lead mm-hmm. and God that they are more than called they are anointed to yes. lead God and we bless them in Jesus name amen amen How about ending on that note when you're talking about the practical? Gosh, we love that. Never discount 
the power of prayer in ministry, no matter what kind of practicality you are in search of, right? Hey, if you enjoyed the podcast today, we would love to hear from you. Be sure uh, to rate the podcast, share it, leave us a comment. It really does make a difference. And then if you wouldn't mind, let people know on social media. We would love to even hear from you. Tag us at womeninworship.live just so that we can know you guys are there. We want to join you in community and conversation. So be sure to do that for us and then check out everything else we have available for you on our website. We'd love for you to be a part of this community at Women in Worship.